Yes, Steph. you are back. Yay! I was ill. Your your stomach's better. It's all better. I don't know what happened. I was moaning, and my oh. man said he's going upstairs. <laughs> he couldn't take any more. You know that's hurtful. Not hey, honey. Can how can I help honey, you, my what sweet can love? I do? Amy, come on. When's it gonna end? I'm like, I birthed five children. Don't you feel as though the longer you're married, it just kind of comes to that? Yeah. It's like, go in the other room because I don't want to hear you anymore. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I could probably say that too. Sure. But yeah, it's fine. You know, I'm sitting here listening to that lawn guy. Yeah. And we could write a little song about the noises that everybody has heard. <laughs> About fixing a house, remember? Oh, yeah, okay, the house behind us, yes. We've heard some pups. Yes. Now then, it's just great. I wish the ducks would come, like the, the geese. Yeah, the geese. Have they came lately? Uh, You know what, they haven't been wandering as much lately, okay. but also we don't have the grass anymore. Yeah. Um, The ice maker. Yes, the ice maker. The clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah, that's a common one. Um, Right now I have the fan on high because, well, multiple reasons. Yeah. Um, One, it's been triple digits for about a month now. And we don't mean 100. We mean like 105, 107. It, seriously, it's been that way for like all of July. Yeah. And, uh, Amy, I think that phase of my life is, is really creeping up and saying, hey, you're going to be totally fine. And then, oh, your internal temperature is 400 <laughs> degrees. And I I'm going to melt from the inside out. Yeah. It's like if there was an ice bath we could go in, we would. I can't tell you, especially this last like week and a half. I'll like everything's fine. And then I'm like, I'm going to die. Yeah. I am so hot. And I ask the boys in the house don't want to hear any of it. No. I'm like, guys, is it like, is the air conditioner broken? Because I'm so hot. Mom, it's you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Great. Mm. You know, no support. No, they don't, they don't care. I'm not sure. I don't think they want to um, think about what that entails is really what it is. I think they mm. probably at some point care, but they don't want to think about, okay, why is she feeling this way? Oh, my God. Well, they don't want to hear about any of no. it. They don't no. want to hear about period. They don't want... I oh, mean, no. I don't blame them, but still. It's a natural thing, and we've been cursed. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. But where I'm good. And you're good? I'm good, yeah. Yeah. God bless. Yeah. It's morning, so I'm just like... Let's go. <laughs> I'm barely keeping my eyelids open, but there let's you go. go. Yeah. It's for the Lord. Yes, it is. Amen. Amen. And we'll get it all going. That's right. Anything else going on you uh, want to talk about? No, I think I'm good. I'm good. Um, Hanging in there. All right. Do you yeah. want to start us off in prayer? I sure do. Okay. Okay. Lord, I know you are with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my books and notes. Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study your word and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. 
Help me always to honor them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Okay, so Amy, we are, I'm not going to read them all out, but essentially we are going to be going through Psalm 62 through 145. Uh, so we're going to start, we're not going to do any recap. Okay. So we're just going to kind of go right into Psalm 62 and we're going to be okay. going back and forth reading most of the Psalms and then we'll talk about, you know, what's going on. Okay. All right. So would you like to start with 62? Sure. The author is, is David and is possibly written in the days of Absalom's rebellion. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will never be shaken. So many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them I'm just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from my high position. They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to my face, but curse me in their hearts. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. Common people are as worthless as a puff of wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on scales, together they are lighter than a breath of air. Don't make your living by extortion or put your hope in stealing. And if your wealth increases, don't make it the center of your life. God has spoken plainly, and I have heard it many times. Power, O God, belongs to you. Unfailing, O Lord, is yours. Surely you repay all people according to what they have done. A lot of these psalms, David's going through something. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, he, he's going through he, hard times, but it's always he's always going to the Lord. Always. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, now, do you mind if I read a couple of the notes? No, no. Okay. So one of the notes, uh, this is regarding Psalm 62, verses 3 through 6. David expressed his feelings to God and then reaffirmed his faith. Prayer can release our tensions in times of emotional stress. Trusting God to be our rock, salvation, and fortress will change our entire outlook on life. No longer must we be held captive by resentment toward others when they hurt us. When we are resting in God's strength, nothing can shake us. I highly highlighted that sentence because that's very true. Yeah. When we are resting in God's strength, nothing can shake us. No kidding. Nothing. Mm-mm. Um, did, was there a note you wanted to read? Yeah, just 62, 9 through 12. Um, that's what it's regarding. It is tempting to use honor, power, wealth, or prestige to measure people. We may even think that such people are really getting ahead in life. But on God's scales, these people are lighter than a breath, breath of air. What then can tilt the scales when God weighs us? Trusting God and working for him. Wealth, honor, power, or prestige add nothing to our value in God's eyes. 
Only the faithful work we do for him has eternal value. Mm. I know our youngest one, he's just now coming to the Lord, you know, becoming more faithful and going to church, just reading. And we try to explain to him, nothing matters except what God thinks, you know, of us, of what we're doing, everything you do for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And he's still young, and, and I'm not sure he gets it. But as you grow in Christ, I think you get these things. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and what do you think? Do you think that the Holy Spirit it makes you more knowledgeable about things as you become older and as your faith becomes stronger? I think that he pushes us to study more. Mm. And then that's what the result is. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think that just when you're, when you're a child of him, all you want to do is study, mm -hmm. you know, you want to learn more. And I don't know. I just, that's, that's how I feel. I think that it just takes time. Yes. And I think people are like, I'm not this, that, you know, upset with themselves. Don't be, mm -hmm. you know, no. it just takes time. Yes. Was there anything else for Psalm 62? That's it for me. Okay, so Psalm 64, the theme is a complaint against conspiracy. When others conspire against us, we can ask God for protection because he knows everything. Oh God, listen to my complaint. Protect my life from my enemy's threats. Hide me from the plots of this evil mob, from this gang of wrongdoers. They sharpen their tongues like swords and aim their bitter words like arrows. They shoot from ambush at the innocent attacking suddenly and fearlessly they encourage each other to do evil and plan how to set their traps in secret who will ever notice they ask as they plot their crimes they say we have devised the perfect plan yes the human heart and mind are cunning but god himself will shoot them with his arrows suddenly striking them down their own tongues will ruin them and all who see them will shake their heads in scorn then everyone will be afraid they will proclaim the mighty acts of God and realize all the amazing things he does. The godly will rejoice in the Lord and find shelter in him, and those who do what is right will praise him. That's just beautiful. Yeah. I, I have a note for that one. Mm -hmm. um, we may believe that God hears only certain requests from us. While it's, it is true that we should offer praise, confession, and respectful petitions, it is also true that God is willing to listen to anything we want to tell him. David expressed himself honestly, knowing that God would hear his voice. God will always listen to us, and he fully understands us. Um, let's see, 64. Uh, yeah, I had a note. Evil can come in the form of a conspiracy or an ambush because Satan wants to catch us unprepared. He tempts us in our weakest areas when we least expect it, but God himself will strike down our enemies, whether they are physical or spiritual. Wickedness is widespread and affects us in many ways, but the final victory already belongs to God and to those who trust and believe in him. And we've heard that before, on yeah. how Satan just wants to catch us off guard. You know, at church on Sunday, our pastor said, the only way that Satan can get to us is if he finds an ally in our flesh, like an ally in, in us, mm -hmm. 
that he can conspire with to attack us. So in other words, if you have a spot that, which we all do, mm-hmm. like um, like a sin, like whatever it is. Let's say it's worry oh, for me. I or see if what it's you're worry. Uh-huh. So he can look at us and he can find that ally of sin, of worry, and then just compound it in your brain. Compound, compound. Oh, there's another there's noise. There's a nice, yeah. yeah. And I thought that was so good. Like, the only way he can attack us is to find an ally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but they, it sound, if we take that further then, so he'll always have something to attack because we're always going to have something in us. Exactly. And that's why we need to live our life for him. Mm. And follow his laws. Not money. What? Money and prestige and all that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Think about a big picture. Like, I want to be eternally with him and loved ones and you know frolicking (laughs) 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 all right so i'll go to 65 great thank you and the theme is god provides abundantly when we can be we can be thankful to god for his many blessings what mighty praise O god belongs to you in zion we will fulfill our vows to you for you answer our prayers, all of us must come to you. Though we are overwhelmed by our sins, you forgave them all. What joy for those you choose to bring near, those who live in your holy courts. What festivities await us inside your holy temple. You faithfully answer our prayers with awesome deeds. O oh God, our Savior, you are the hope of everyone on earth, even those who sail on distant seas. You formed the mountains by your power and armed yourself with mighty strength. You quieted the raging oceans with their pounding waves and silenced the shouting of the nations. Those who live at the ends of the earth stand in awe of your wonders. From where the sun rises to where it sets, you inspire shouts of joy. You take care of the earth and water it, making it rich and fertile. The river of God has plenty of water. It provides a bountiful harvest of grain, for you have ordered it so. You drench the plowed ground with rain, melting the clods and leveling the ridges. You soften the earth with showers and bless its abundance crops. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness become a lush pasture and the hillsides blossom with joy. The meadows are clothed clothed with flocks of sheep, and the valleys are carpeted with grain. They all shout and sing for joy. Okay, Amy, for Psalm 65. Although we may feel overwhelmed by the multitude of our sins, God will forgive them all if we ask sincerely. Do you feel as though God could never forgive you that your sins are too many, or that some of them are too great, the good news is that God can and will forgive them all. Nobody is beyond redemption, and nobody is so full of sin that he or she cannot be forgiven. That's the truth. How amazing is that? I know. I know it. How easily could God just say, uh-uh. He, and we don't deserve any of it. No. No, I know it, so... I do have a note. Oh, you do? Okay. Um, Psalm 65, 4. Access to God, the joy of living in the temple courts, was a great honor. 
God had chosen a special group of Israelites from the tribe of Levi to serve as priests in the tabernacle. They were the only ones who could enter the sacred rooms where God's presence resided. Because of Jesus' death on the cross, believers today have access to God's presence in every place and at any time. Praise God. Okay, anything else for Psalm 65? I don't have anything. Okay, so now for Psalms, we're not going to read Psalm 68 because that's kind of a longer one. Yes. But was there anything that you wanted um, to highlight or talk about in the actual verses? I only have for 13 mm -hmm. where it says, Even those who lived among the shepherds found treasures, doves with wings of silver and feathers of gold. And it said for the note, the dove is a symbol of God's beloved Israel, who is so protected and blessed that it has taken silver and gold from its enemies, even though even though it stayed in camp. That's all I have. That's great. Mm. I had a I highlighted verse twenty one, but you know what? I always gravitate towards the 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 very dramatic ones for some reason. That's good. But God will smash the heads of his enemies, crushing the skulls of those who love their guilty ways. Oh, yeah. And that's just scary. It is, but we're glad it, you I know. And metaphorically or not, that's scary. Yeah, it is. Goodness. Yeah. I did have one more. Please, um, go ahead. On 68, the kind of the one you read, but 19 through 21, it just said, God... Those who refuse to turn to God will be crushed by sin and death. They will be trapped by the sin they loved and destroyed by the death they feared. So I just liked that. That don't, is a good one. You could even say to yourself, "Don't, I, Lord, please don't let me be trapped by the sin that I love and destroyed by the death. But I don't fear death. No. No. You know, I just... Or maybe if you're praying for someone who who's coming to the Lord or hasn't, you could use that. That's really good. Yes. Okay, Amy. Uh, Psalm 69. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not going to read that one either because that's kind of a longer one. But yes. was there anything in there that you wanted to highlight? I highlighted 6911 okay. when I dress in burlap to show sorrow. They make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip, and all the drunk drunks sing about me. Mm. I just thought that was tender-hearted. Yeah. And that's all I had. I just, I don't know, that touched me. I highlighted verse 3. I, I think because it just, I can't even imagine the pain that he was going through here. I am exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. How much pain, you know, does he have to be in to be going through that? Yes. Especially a man to say that. Yes, that's a yeah. great point. Yeah. That's all that I highlighted for there. Were there any notes that you had for Psalm 69? I highlighted the note for the one you read. Oh, okay, yeah. It says, David cried out until he was physically exhausted with a parched throat and eyes swollen from weeping. Yet, he still trusted God to save him. When devastated by death or tra tragedy, we need not collapse or despair because we can turn to God and ask him to save us and help us. 
The tears will still come, but we will not be crying in vain. Mm. I, I really like that. The tears will still come, but we will not be crying in vain. So yeah. it's there's going to be sadness. Yes. You're going to... Oh, is that all? That's all I have. Okay, so let's move on to Psalm 70. Okay. The theme is an urgent prayer for help. It can be your prayer when you're short on time and long on need. Please, God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to kill me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great. But as for me, I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my savior. O Lord, do not delay. Any notes for Psalm 70? I don't. I didn't have any notes. I had, so this is regarding uh, verse 4. This short psalm was David's plea for God to come quickly with his help. Yet even in his moment of panic, he did not forget praise. Praise is important because it helps us remember who God is. Often our prayers are filled with requests for ourselves and others, and we forget to thank God for what he has done and to worship him for who he is. Don't take God for granted and treat him as a vending machine. Even when David was afraid, he praised God. You know, I learned that this last thing with um, my husband's job. Like, I can't remember what I was reading. It said, even in your fear and when you're very, like, you don't know what's going to happen, thank God for that. Mm. So for the unsure times. Yeah. Thank him for it. And I've been doing that more. Just even troubles. Thank him because we're doing it all for him. For him. So, I don't know. That helped me. Okay. So, I'm 86? Yes. Okay. This is devoted trust in times of deep trouble. Bend down, O Lord, and hear my prayer. Answer me, for I need your help. Protect me, for I am devoted to you. Save me, for I serve you and trust you. You are my God. Be merciful to me, O Lord, for I am calling on you constantly. Give me happiness, O Lord, for I gave myself to you. O Lord, you are so good, so ready to forgive, so full of unfailing love for all who ask for your help. Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call to you whenever I am in trouble, and you will answer me. No pagan god is like you, O Lord. None can do what you do. All the nations you made will come and bow before you, Lord. They will praise your holy name. For you are great and perform wonderful deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your ways, O Lord, that I may live according to your truth. Grant me purity of heart so that I may honor you. With all my heart I will praise you, O Lord my God. I will give you I will give glory to your name forever, for your love for me is very great. You have rescued me from the depths of death. O God, insolent people rise up against me. A violent gang is trying to kill me. You mean nothing to them, but you, O Lord, are a God of compassion and mercy, slow to get angry and feel filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. 
Look down and have mercy on me. Give your strength, give your strength to your servant. Save me, the son of your servant. Send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. Okay, so I had one note for Psalm 86. This prayer within a prayer captures a glimpse of vibrant spiritual vitality. Two requests are made. Teach me your ways and grant me purity of heart. Each request has a God-centered purpose that the person praying would, quote-unquote, live according to your truth and honor you. No matter how well we know and follow God, we can always ask him to increase our awareness and improve our obedience. Jesus echoed one of these requests in the sixth Beatitudes. And then um, uh, they quoted Matthew 5, 8, where it said, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. Commit this prayer to memory and use it often. Now, Amy, I, I'm not going to... Fib, I didn't know what a beatitude was. Oh, yeah. So I looked it up. Great. May I read what I... I would love you. Yeah. Okay. The beatitudes are blessed sayings that come from the opening verses of the famous Sermon on the Mount delivered by Jesus Christ and recorded in Matthew 5, 3 through 12. Here Jesus stated several blessings, each beginning with the phrase, blessed are. Each saying speaks of a blessing or divine favor that will be bestowed on the person who who possesses a certain character quality. The Beatitudes introduce and set the tone for Jesus' Sermon on the Mount by emphasizing the humble state of humans and the righteousness of God. Each Beatitude depicts the ideal heart condition of a citizen of God's kingdom. In this idyllic state, the believer experiences abundant spiritual blessings. And you can find them in Matthew 5 through 5, 3 through 12. And then it was paralleled in Luke 6, 20 through 23. Like, here's an example. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And then it, it goes it goes on from there. But yeah, I had to look it up. It's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, That's sure. good to know, you sure. know? Now, Amy, anything else for Psalm 86? I don't have anything. Okay, so we are going to go on to Psalm 101. The theme is a prayer for help to walk a blameless path, to live with integrity, both our efforts and God's help are necessary. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When will you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. I have a note. Uh 
David said that he would search for faithful people to be his companions. He would choose as models and as friends those who were godly and truthful. Our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us. Make sure to choose as your closest companions those who are faithful to God and his word. Do you think, you know, as your faith grows stronger, the Holy Spirit really lets you know these folks, like, you're, you're good with these folks. Yeah. And these folks, not so much. Yeah, I think you can, yeah. And I think as I've grown, my circle of people are, I mean, I do almost everything with those people. Mm. Family trip, um, church outings it seems to be more centered on god fearing people yeah do you feel that way too i do your core your hub mm -hmm. is based on christ-like people yeah the, these are the people that if there's an issue if there's a, a a joy or a sorrow that's that's your hub yeah like your family yeah now, it doesn't mean we don't love everybody else and we're not praying and we don't spend time with them, but it almost becomes when you're by people who aren't of Christ and have no desire. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yes. They will say things that almost kind of hurt. Mm. Not hurt us, but hurt for Christ because of an action or the way they, what they're saying or implying. Does that make it sense? Yes, thank you. That was oh. a, that was a lovely way to put it. Oh. I'm just stumbling and it's staggering okay. over here. Well, I've had my you, you aren't. <laughs> but I think that's what it is. Like if I'm having a problem, I'm going to call you. You know what I mean? And I know that what you're going to speak to me is of the Lord. You're you're going to have the word of Christ in it and if there's a happy times, the joy that we have for each other. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so that was Psalm 101. Was there anything else? That, no, I didn't have anything. Okay, now, uh, Psalm 103. Yes. Here I go. Okay. God, God's great love for us, what God does for us, tells us what he is really like. That's the theme. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to who, all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us nor remain angry forever. He does not push us for all, punish us, I'm sorry, for all of our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heaven above, heavens above the earth. He has removed our sin, sins as far from us as the east is from the west. 
The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Our days on earth are like the grass, like wildflowers we bloom and die. The wind blows and we are gone, as though we had never been here. But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant and those who obey his commandments. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yet, yes, praise the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. I love that song. I do too. Oh, it's so pretty. I love that. You know, on three where it says he forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Yeah. I think what he means there is you're going to be healed. Mm -hmm. He may not. He may not take away a cancer or this or that but when you leave earth you are free of all that and mm -hmm. when he comes down again your new body you're totally perfect mm -hmm. so i know some people have said well he hasn't healed me it's your your change the focus on your lens like you have to really get in depth and have a book with notes to understand. Yeah. What a great way to put it. Change the focus on your yeah. lens. Because it's true. It is. Once you kind of get, once you change that focus and you kind of understand it a little bit better, then you're like, oh, you kind of get that aha. Yeah. I don't know. Does the Holy Spirit open it our mind up a little more to I think see so. all that? Okay. I mean, I'd, that's what I believe. Yeah. I, I think he does. Yeah. I think I think the Holy Spirit I think if you have that curiosity and you want to learn and, and you you want to kind of accept that um, then yeah I think the Holy Spirit will open up a lot of things for you yeah I do too yes do you have any notes I do okay David's praise focused on the good things God was doing for him it is easy to complain about life, but David's list gives us plenty for which to praise God. He forgives our sins, heals our diseases, redeems us from death, crowns us with love and compassion, satisfies our desire, satisfied our desires, and gives righteousness and justice. We receive all of these without deserving any of them. No matter how difficult your life's journey, you can always count your blessings, past, present, and future. When you feel as though you have nothing for which to praise God, read David's list. Oh. There's always something to praise God. Oh, yeah. Always. You can praise God for getting up in the morning. That's right. For having water. Yeah. That's yeah. true. How about you? Did you have yes. anything? Yes. Um, God, God is like a father, tender and compassionate, but not every child has a tender and compassionate father. Too often the cycles of abuse and dysfunction rob children of loving fathers. If that is your situation, God offers himself to you to be the father you never had or perhaps felt you never needed. 
Of course, you can't go fishing with God or be held physically by Him, but you can receive His love in your heart by means of His Holy Spirit. God can tenderly heal your deep loss. Mm. Uh, I had one other one. We are fragile, but God's care is eternal. Too often we focus on God as judge and lawgiver, ignoring His compassion and concern for us. When God examines our lives, he remembers our human condition. Our weakness should never be used as a justification for sin. His mercy takes everything into account. God will deal with you compassionately. Trust him. Yeah. I, that's so important. When God examines our lives, he remembers our human condition. Yeah. And that's because of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Amen. Okay, friend, was there anything else That's for it. 103? That's it for me. Okay, so we are on Psalm 108. The theme is victory in God's strength. With God's help, we can do more than we think. My heart is confident in you, O God. No wonder I can sing your praises with all my heart. Wake up, lyre and harp. I will wake the dawn with my song. I will thank you, Lord, among all the people. I will sing your praises among the nations, for your unfailing love is higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May your glory shine over all the earth. Now rescue your beloved people. Answer and save us by your power. God has promised this by his holiness. I will divide up Shechem with joy. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh too. Ephraim, my helmet, will produce my warriors, and Judah, my scepter, will produce my kings. But Moab, my washbasin, will become my servant, and I will wipe my feet on Edom and shout in triumph over Philistia. Philistia. Who will bring me into the fortified city? Who will bring me victory over Edom? Have you rejected us, O God? Will you no longer march with our enemies? Um, excuse me. Will you no longer march with our armies? Oh, please help us against our enemies, for all human help is useless. With God's help, we will do mighty things, for he will trample down our foes. I have a note. Do your prayers end with requests for help to make it through st stressful situations? David prayed not merely for rescue, but for victory. With God's help, we can claim more than mere survival. We can claim victory. Look for ways God can use your distress as an opportunity to show you his mighty power. Oh. All of us have been in that, I think. Oh, yeah. You're like... My gosh, this was so stressful, and now look, mm -hmm. you know, like you have to, you have to go through that to grow. Yes, it's like you're constantly going through things like that so you can grow, and and glorify God. Yes. Yep. All right. Do you and, have any or no? No, that's the one I had. Okay. All right. Here I go on one ten. Well, now hold on. Oh. Hold on one sec. I think the next one up is 109. Oh, is that you? No, I think we're going to skip. We're not going to oh, read oh, that I apologize. One. No, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, we're going to not read 109, but was there anything there that you, any verses you want to talk about? Um, I just have a note for 1094. It says, I love them, but they try to destroy me with accusations, even as I'm praying for them. 
David was angry at being attacked by evil people who slandered him and lied. Yet David remained a friend and a man of prayer. While we must hate evil and work to overcome it, we must love everyone, including those who do evil, because God loves them. We are called to hate sin, but love the person. Only through God's strength will we be able to follow David's example. That's and a that, hard one. That is a hard one. And I've said this, I don't know how many times, but you could say it in any decade. But, you know, especially now, there's a lot of stuff going on and it is hard. Humanly, it's it's difficult. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a personal attack, pray for that person because and it may take you a long time to say a whole prayer or just you know get it out but it so takes it away it's for you yeah it takes that hate out and the world is just i don't know i never thought i'd be the one but you know i'm getting older and i think gosh this world yeah yeah I think the reason it scares me the most is because the family is attacked. Mm -hmm. Big time. You know, and I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. Not like, I, I don't think not like this. Not morally mm -hmm. attacked like it is. Yeah. So. What a time. So let's take it back to God. Yeah. What a time to strengthen your relationship with God. Pray, glorify him, spread the word. Yeah. So it is very frustrating and it's very scary to see times like this. But, you know, maybe it's also a good time to, to, to do the other way too. You're right. It's hard though. I mean, it is hard, but yeah. you're right. You're 100% right. Yep. Every day just... Go out and be positive and, and be a vessel for Christ. Yes. Amen. Amen. And no matter what situation you are in. I mean, what what else can we do? I know. I That's... mean, really just everyday regular people. Yeah. Nothing. Just what go and do. do that. Go yeah. and do that. Amen. Okay, friend. And was there anything else for 109? No, I didn't have it. How about you? 109. No, I had the same note. Okay. So we are on 110. Okay. The credentials for the Messiah, Jesus is the Messiah, is the theme. The Lord said to my Lord, Set in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. The Lord will extend your powerful kingdom from Jerusalem. You will rule over your enemies. You, when you go to war, your people will, will serve you willingly. You are arrayed in holy garments, and your strength will be renewed each day like the morning dew. The Lord has taken an oath and will not break his vow. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek. The Lord stands at your right hand to protect you. He will strike down many kings when his anger erupts. He will punish the nations and fill their lands with corpses. He will shatter heads over the whole earth. But he himself will be refreshed from brooks along the way. He will be victorious. Lovely. Oh, yeah. So I had one note. 
Many people have a vague belief in God, but refuse to accept Jesus as anything more than a great human teacher. But the Bible does not allow that, that option. Both the Old and New Testaments proclaim the deity of the one who came to save and to reign. Jesus explained that this psalm spoke of the Messiah as greater than David, Israel's greatest king. Peter used this psalm to show that Jesus the Messiah sits at God's right hand and is Lord over all. And then they um, referenced Acts chapter 2, verses 32 through 35, and then I, I um, typed it out here. God has raised, this is what it says in Acts. Okay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And then continuing in the notes, you can't straddle the fence calling Jesus just a good teacher because the Bible clearly calls him Lord. Hey, yep. I loved that. Yeah. Anything else? That's what I had too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Psalm 122, the theme is stepping into the presence of God. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And now here we are standing inside your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is a well-built city. Its seamless walls cannot be breached. All the tribes of Israel, the Lord's people, make their pilgrimage here. They come to give thanks to the name of the Lord as the law requires of Israel. Here stand the thrones where judgment is given, the thrones of the dynasty of David. Pray for peace in Jerusalem. May all who love this city prosper. O Jerusalem, may there be peace within your walls and prosperity in your palaces. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, may you have peace. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek what is best for you, O Jerusalem. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. I do have a note. Uh -huh. Going to God's house can be either a chore or a delight. For David, it was a delight. He rejoiced to worship with God's people in God's house. We may find worship a chore if we have un confess sin or if our love for God has cooled. But if we are close to God and enjoy his presence, we will be eager to worship and praise him. Our attitude toward God will determine our view of worship. I didn't have anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll go on to 124. Okay. This is about God delivers us from those who seek to destroy us. God is on the side of those who seek him. What if the Lord has not been on our side? Let all Israel repeat. What if the Lord has not been on our side when people attacked us? They would have swallowed us alive in their burning anger. The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. Yet the raging waters of their fury would have, yes, the raging waters of their fury would have overwhelmed our very lives. Praise the Lord who do not let their teeth tear us apart, who escaped, we escaped like a bird from a hunter's trap. The trap is broken and we are free. Our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I didn't have any notes for 124. Did I didn't either. Okay. Yeah. 
So we're going to move on then to 131. The theme is trust and contentment. Quiet trust in God is the basis for our contentment. Lord, my heart is not proud. My eyes are not haughty. I don't concern myself with matters too great or too awesome for me to grasp. Instead, I have calmed and quieted myself like a weaned child who no longer cries for its mother's milk. Yes, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, put your hope in the Lord now and always. Mm. I love that song. I do too. Love it. I, this is very interesting, and especially in this day and age, this note. Pride results from overvaluing ourselves above others. It leads to restlessness because it makes us dissatisfied with what we have and concerned about what everyone else is doing. It keeps us always hungering for more attention and adoration. By contrast, humility puts others first and allows us to be content with God's leading in our lives. Such contentment gives us security so that we no longer have to prove ourselves to others. Let humility and trust affect your perspective and give you the strength and freedom to serve God and others. Beautiful. Pride is something that is really being pushed oh, in this day and age. Yes. Um, and I, we really, as, as a nation, as a people, we need to work more towards humility. Yes. Uh, anything else for 131? No. Okay, I think we're on to 133, friend. How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head, that ran down his beard and onto the border of his robe. Harmony is a refreshing new dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the mountains of Zion. And there the Lord has pronounced his blessing, even life everlasting. I, I have one note. Yeah, go that for was, it. Um, Moses used costly oil to anoint Aaron, anoint Aaron as the first high priest of Israel and to dedicate all the priests to God's service. Brotherly harmony, like the anointing of oil, shows that we are dedicated to serving God wholeheartedly. Living in harmony does not mean that we will agree on everything there will be many opinions just as there are many notes in a musical chord but we must agree on our purpose in life to work together for god our outward expression of harmony will reflect our inward harm harmony of purpose oh yeah i love that nessie i i did i highlighted that we must agree on our purpose in life to work together for God. Our outward, outward expression of harmony will reflect our inward harmony of purpose. Yeah. Beautiful. That's, that's a, see, now that's a word and, and a, a, a thing that we need more of. Harmony. Yes. Not pride. Not pride. Harmony. We'll get there. We will. Okay, so moving on to Psalm 138. The theme is thanksgiving for answered prayer. God works out his plans for our lives and will bring us through the difficulties we face. I give you thanks, O Lord, with all my heart. I will sing your praises before the gods. I bow before your holy temple as I worship. I praise your name for your unfailing love and faithfulness. For your promises are backed by all the honor of your name. 
As soon as I pray, you answer me. You encourage me by giving me strength. Every king in all the earth will thank you, Lord, for all of them will hear your words. Yes, they will sing about the Lord's ways, for the glory of the Lord is very great. Though the Lord is great, he cares for the humble, but he keeps his distance from the proud. Though I am surrounded by troubles, you will protect me from the anger of my enemies. You reach out your hand, and the power of your right hand saves me. The Lord will work out his plans for my life, for your faithful love, O Lord, endures forever. Don't abandon me, for you made me. They're all beautiful. Gosh. Oh, I love I, it. I have a note. It says, we all dream and make plans for the future. Then we usually work hard to see those dreams and plans come true. But to make the most of life, we must include God's plan in our plans. He alone knows what is best for us. He alone can fulfill his purpose for us. As you make plans and dream dreams, talk to God about them. Uh, I had another note for 138. Thanksgiving should be an integral part of our praise to God. This theme is woven throughout the Psalms. As we praise and thank God for material and spiritual blessings, we should also thank him for answered prayer. Remember when you ask God for protection, strength, comfort, patience, love, or other special needs, and he supplied them. Beware of taking God's provision in answered prayer for granted. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's important. Isn't it, though? God. Instead of just kind of going to the next one and going to the next yeah. one, pause and, and be grateful and thankful. Thank him. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anything else? That's all I had. How about you? No, that's all I had for 138. Shall I read 139? Yeah, go for it. God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us, God is with us, and his greatest gift is to allow us to know him. O oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me, and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my woman, mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. O oh God, if only you would destroy the wicked. 
Get out of my life, you murderers. They blaspheme you. Your enemies misuse your name. O oh Lord, shouldn't I hate those who hate you? Shouldn't I despise those who oppose you? Yes, I hate them with total hatred, for your enemies are my enemies. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you, and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Love it. Amazing. Um, one of the notes that I had... Sometimes we don't let people get to know us completely because we are afraid they will discover something about us that they won't like. But God already knows everything about us, even to the number of hairs on our heads, and still he accepts and loves us. God is with us through every situation and every trial, protecting, loving, guiding. He knows and loves us completely. And I love how, he, I think a couple times in this psalm, you know, where they refer, it referenced, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit yeah. me together in my mother's womb. And what's going on with the world right now, if I may say, look how God had us read that today. Yeah. Did you have any notes for 139? I, I do. Um, David asked God to search for sin and point it out, even to the level of testing his thoughts. This is exploratory surgery for sin. How are we to recognize sin unless God points it out? Then, when God shows us, we can repent and be forgiven. Make this verse your prayer. If you ask the Lord to search your heart and your thoughts and reveal to you your sin, you will be continuing on the path of everlasting life. That's something. Mm -hmm. To ask the Lord. Yeah, search me. Yeah. Yes. Anything else? That's it. Okay, so 140. The theme is prayer for protection against those who slander or threaten you. Deliverance begins with concentrating on our future life with God. O oh Lord, rescue me from evil people. Protect me from those who are violent and those who plot evil in their hearts. And stir up trouble all day long. Their tongues sting like a snake. The venom of a viper drips from their lips. O oh Lord, keep me out of the hands of the wicked. Protect me from those who are violent, for they are plotting against me. The proud have set a trap to catch me. They have stretched out a net. They have placed traps all along the way. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen, O oh Lord, to my cries for mercy. O oh sovereign Lord, the strong one who rescued me, you protected me on the day of battle. Lord, do not let evil people have their way. Do not let their evil schemes succeed, or they will become proud. Let my enemies be destroyed by the very evil they have planned for me. Let burning coals fall down on their heads. Let them be thrown into the fire or into watery pits from which they can't escape. Don't let liars prosper here in our land. Cause great disasters to fall on the violent. But I know the Lord will help those they persecute. He will give justice to the poor. Surely righteous people are praising your name. The godly will live in your presence. Hmm. Do you have any notes for 140? Um, to whom can the poor turn when they are persecuted? They lack the money to get professional help and, are, and so are usually unable to defend themselves. But there is always someone on their side. The Lord will stand by them and ultimately bring about justice. This should be a comfort for us all. No matter what our situation may be, the Lord is with us. 
But this truth should also call us to live responsibly with others. As God's people, we are required to defend the rights of the powerless. Mm-hmm. How about you? I didn't have anything for 140. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I'll go to 141. Okay. The theme is a prayer for help when facing temptation. David asks God to protect him and give him his wisdom in accepting criticism. Be open to honest criticism. God may be speaking to you through others. Oh, Lord, I am calling to you. Please hurry. Listen when I cry to you for help. Accept my prayer as incense offered to you and my unpraised hands as an evening offering. Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Do not let me drift toward evil or take part in acts of wickedness. Don't let me share the, in the delicacies of those who do wrong. Let the godly strike me. It will be a kindness. If they correct me, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. But I pray constantly against the wicked and their deeds. When their leaders are thrown down from a cliff, the wicked will listen to my words and find them true. Like rocks brought up by a plow, the bones of the wicked will lie scattered without burial. I look to you for help, O Sovereign Lord. You are my refuge. Don't let them kill me. Keep me from the traps they have set for me, from the snares of those who do wrong. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, but let me escape. Uh, let's see. One of the notes I had, evil acts begin with evil desires. It isn't enough to ask God to keep you away from temptation, make you stronger, or change your circumstances. You must act, ask him to change you on the inside at the level of your desires. I love that one. I, that's the one I did too. Did you have another one? That's all I had too. Um, I had one more. Oh, okay. For Psalm 141. David says that being rebuked by a godly person is a kindness. Nobody really likes criticism, but everybody can benefit from it when it is given wisely and taken humbly. David suggested how to accept criticism. One, don't refuse it. Two, consider it a kindness. And three, keep quiet, don't fight back. Putting these suggestions into practice will help you control how you react to criticism making it productive rather than destructive, no matter how it was originally intended. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Because, you know. Because we can take it personally yeah. sometimes. No one likes their sin put in their face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we do need that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Psalm... Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay, Psalm 143... The theme is a prayer in the midst of hopelessness and depression. Our prayer should fit into what we know is consistent with God's character and plans. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful and righteous. Don't put your servant on trial, for no one is innocent before you. My enemy has chased me. He has knocked me to the ground and forces me to live in darkness like those in the grave. I am losing all hope. I am paralyzed with fear. I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works and think about what you've done. I lift my hands to you in prayer. I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. Don't turn away from me or I will die. 
Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning, for I am trusting you. Show me where to walk, for I give myself to you. Rescue me from my enemies, Lord. I run to you to hide me. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. For the glory of your name, O Lord, preserve my life. Because of your faithfulness, bring me out of this distress. In your unfailing love, silence all my enemies and destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. I love that one. Oh. I loved verse 8. Oh, yes. Beautiful. I have a note. Yeah. David was losing hope, caught in paralyzing fear and deep depression. At times we feel caught in deepening depression, and we are unable to pull ourselves out. At those times we can come to the Lord and, like David, express our true feelings. Then we will find help as we remember his works. Reach out to him in prayer. Trust him and seek to do his will. Um, I had David's prayer was that he be taught to do God's will, not his own. A prayer for guidance is self-centered if it doesn't recognize God's power to redirect our lives. Asking God to restructure our priorities awakens our minds and stirs our will. I love that. Restructure our priorities. Yes. And that does happen. Yeah. You'll just notice your priorities will change. It's like, why did I even have concerns about this nonsense? Yes. Yeah. I, I agree with you 100%. Yep. Anything else? No. How about you? No, I'm good. Okay, we'll go to 144. Rejoicing in God's care, whether it, whether in times of prosperity or adversity, blessed are those whose God is the Lord. Praise the Lord, who is my rock. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skill for battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my rescuer. He's my shield, and I take refuge in him. He makes the nation submit to me. O Lord, what are human beings that you should notice them, mere mortals that you should think about them? For they are like a breath of air. Their days are like a passing shadow. Open the heavens, Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains so they billow smoke. Hurl your lightning bolts and scatter your enemies. Shoot your arrows and confuse them. Reach down from heaven and rescue me. Rescue me from deep waters. From the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie instead. I will sing a new song to you, O God. I will sing your praises with a ten-stringed heart. For you grant victory to kings. You rescued your servant David from the fatal sword. Save me, rescue me from the power of my enemies. Their mouths are full of lies. They swear to tell the truth, but they lie instead. May our sons flourish in their youth like well-nurtured plants. May your daughters be like graceful pillars carved to beauty, beautify a palace. May our barns be filled with crops of every kind. May the flocks in our fields multiply by the thousands and even tens of thousands. May your oxen be loaded down with produce. May there be no enemy breaking through our, our walls, not going into captivity, no cries of alarm in our town squares. Yes, joyful are those who live like this. Joyful indeed are those who God is Lord. I had one note. 
life is short. David reminds us that it is, quote unquote, like a breath, and that our days are like a passing shadow. James says that our life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. And that was from James 4.14. Because life is short, live for God while you have the time. Don't waste your life by selecting an inferior purpose that has no lasting value. Only God can make your life worthwhile, purposeful, and meaningful. Amen. Anything else, friend? No. Okay, so we are on the last psalm that for this section, Psalm 145. The theme is, a time will come when all people will join together in recognizing and worshiping God. Because God is full of love, he satisfies all who trust in him. I will exalt you, my God and King, and praise your name forever and ever. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy about your righteousness. The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all his creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will praise you. They will speak of the glory of your kingdom. They will give examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, your rule throughout all generations. The Lord always keeps his promises. He is gracious in all he does. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts those bent beneath their loads. The eyes of all look to you in hope. You give them their food as they need it when you open your hand. You satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in everything he does. He is filled with kindness. The Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protect, protects all those who love him, but he destroys the wicked. I will praise the Lord, and may everyone on earth bless his holy name forever and ever. Oh, that is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I do have a note. Yes. Sometimes our burdens seem more than we can bear, and we wonder how we can go on. David stands at this bleak intersection of life's roads, road and meditates on the Lord, the great burden bearer. God is able to lift us up because his greatness is beyond discovery. He does mighty acts for each generation. He is magnificent. He does breathtaking deeds. He is righteous. He is kind, merciful, patient, loving, and compassionate. He rules over a never-ending kingdom. He is the source for all our daily needs. He is righteous and kind in all his dealings. He remains near those who call on him. He hears our cries and rescues us. If you are bending under a burden and feel that you are about to fall, turn to God for help. He is ready to lift you up and bear your burden. That's it. That's it. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about, friend? No. Okay. I think that's great. 
Okay, so let's give out some information. Our email is basicbiblestudy19 at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash mybasicbiblestudy. And the website is mybasicbiblestudy.com. And that's where you can find all of the links for the podcast. Next time, we are going to finish up our, our Summer of Psalms. Oh, Summer of Psalms. All right. So we'll be reading uh, Psalms 88 and 89, Psalm 50, and then Psalms 73 through 83. Okay. Just love them. Amen to that. Yes. You could really go to any of the Psalms and just... Yeah. And just go. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, Amy, uh, if that's it. That's it. Okay. Last, do last. <laughs> Have a blessed week, and we will catch you next time. Yes. <laughs>